0: baby cheers
1: cheers welcome back and brother. it's been too long way too long how's everybody doing my name's chris this is the dad life podcast and i'm ryan and that is oh that's one of my favorite beers of all time i hate to be biased but damn it's good this is um a really good beer yeah and it's, it's one my a beer that kind of brings me back it's probably the first dark beer i remember drinking and liking yeah um i'm with you I was in my early 20s when, you know, you're just starting to get a... Get out of the Bud Light. I don't know. You're phase. getting out of your own way. Yeah. And you're like, you're, you're getting a, I don't know, a taste for different beers. And yeah. most of the time I didn't venture out beyond, like you're talking about Bud Lights or whatever mm-hmm. it was cheap at the time. Moose Drill out of Big Sky, mm-hmm. uh, Missoula, Montana was the first dark beer I remember
0: liking. And it's been a long time since I've had one and it's nice to revisit it. It is one of those beers that my dad would always get on trips 'cause he uh he managed the most of the west for the Forest Service, so he'd go up to Montana quite a bit. And he'd get this. And beer. he'd bring it home. Really? And I'd you know, I'd try it as a same thing you were saying, it was like twenty one, twenty two and you're like, Well, I don't know. I don't know if I like this. But then You had to you had to
1: kind of um Crew, what's the word I'm looking for? Get a taste Acquire. for it. Acquire the taste for yep. for different flavors of beers in the beginning. Um, if you're right out the gate, like, I'd like a,
0: you Look know, India us.
1: pale ale, please. It's, I don't know. That's not the norm. That's but not right. Anyways, this is a good brown ale. It Talk is a it. Uh, five percenter. Mm-hmm. I think that's not their normal run. I think um, being Utah... We can only get a maximum of 5.0 from the distributors. Yeah. Normally, I think it's a 5.2. But I I think... Time
0: out. Time time out. This could be a question for Eminem, who's also also still sponsoring us, by the way. Thanks for the free beer, guys. Shout Um, out, guys. Appreciate you. Doesn't this go right to the liquor stores, too, though? Can't they distribute
1: both? It I think it depends where they're distributing to. If they go t- straight to um the grocery store, the maximum alcohol yeah, that makes sense. by volume is five point zero. Yeah, that's, that's the lot. I'm just thinking liquor but, store. But I think straight out of the brewery, how they the way Mustro uh-huh. goes out to everybody else without any restrictions, let's say, is a five point two. Five and a deuce? Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe, but that's an answer better
0: served by M M&M. and M. Who will um, shortly be on this podcast? I can't wait to have you guys. And then you can answer all these burning questions of all the beer drinkers here. we got to stack them up for stack them. Stack them up. It's going to be a good one. It is going to be a good one. Um, but uh, before we get into our topic, we do have a topic. We, mm-hmm. we have a direction we want to go. Dude, it's been a while. It's been a, a month it since has. you and I have sat down. and It has. Um, what has been happening in your life this past month? Uh, I have to say probably the best news mm-hmm. in the Munson household is Courtney and I are now halfway vaccinated. Halfway. So the door is open to being kind of normal again, which I'm excited about. And you're a Moderna guy, aren't you? Yeah, we are Moderna. Awesome. So when does
1: round two come along? 29th of April. Okay. Because I think they longer period of time. It's that they 30-day hold. Okay. For us, which we had Pfizer, was I think three weeks okay. before you can do the second one. I am fully vaccinated and will be traveling for the first time via aeroplane <gasps> a week from tomorrow. That's right. Your brother's wedding. Yeah. Shout out, Marty. Shout out, Marty. Forgot about that. Marty and Julia. Speaking of. Speaking of. Is your
0: suit in? It is. And?
1: it's It fits great. It's a baller. And I already got
0: it cleaned. It is ready for rocking. For those of uh, <laughs> you that don't know, a, no one really knows. No, nope. uh, I got to go with Chris to the suit store, and we got to pick out a fancy suit for this wedding.
1: You know, as crazy as it is, age 41 years, first time I purchased a suit in my life. True, but you also had a pretty good backup for most well, of your life. I always had one on reserve, being a military man. Yep. You had the dress blues Yep, that worked in pretty much any situation. Anything you need to dress up for. Um, and I, if I didn't wear that one, it the other weddings I was a part of, I would just be given a tuxedo um that was rented. Yeah. Or I didn't have to pay for kind of a thing. So I never had to purchase my own, but here I am.
0: Totally off topic here. First suit. Are you ready? Forty one years. Totally off topic. Here we go. So this is all movie based, so it's probably completely wrong. So feel okay. free to be like, dude, that's wrong. All right. If you wanted to, let's say you were still active duty right now today. Mm-hmm. And you, let's say you and Jen were not married, or okay. getting married, mm-hmm. and you wanted a military wedding. Is there such a thing, or is that complete bullshit? There absolutely is. Okay. There is. Okay. Um, you
1: would be wearing a different uniform than what I currently have. Okay. In the Air Force, it's called the mess dress. It's more of a tuxedo jacket. Okay. A different shirt. Um, you kind of have the tails off the back of the jacket. Yeah. It's it's something it's a little that fancier. it's something that the military does not issue you you have to purchase on you got to buy own. that thing usually once you hit a certain rank um, on the enlisted side E7 or above it's like you better damn have one because you're be- going to be going to those events balls and military such. balls yeah. a military wedding what what Kay. have you. you 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 better have one and most okay. officers straight out the gate will have a, a mess dress got it yeah. Well, all right. Well, yeah. good to know that wasn't fake. Absolutely. All right. Um, I I don't know anyone that's gone to that, um, gone to that length. Yeah. I haven't met anybody. Or, me neither. Or been friends <laughs> with anybody that's that ate up and wanted that military style wedding with the order of the sword and all of that nonsense. Yeah. But, uh, and I shouldn't call it nonsense because if that's your thing, have that's at it. Thing. But that wasn't that wasn't for me.
0: And I mean, I always saw it in movies, and yeah. I was like, I wonder if that's real.
1: Um, as formal as the movies can make it look, um, I'd have to get back to you on the specifics of it, but there, there is a, there is such a thing. That's all I really wanted to know.
0: Yep. Um, so in today's episode, we want to talk about, uh, outdoor recreation, which can encompass billions of things. Right. Mm -hmm. But for Chris and I living where we do in such an outdoor rec center, Right. There's so many activities that our families can do. I call this a mecca of a a lot of different things
1: for the outdoors. And we're blessed and lucky enough to have it uh, easily
0: accessed. Absolutely. Um, And so I think probably the way we should go, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Mm -hmm. maybe some of the funner things that we do with our kids that are recreation. Sure. Um, Biggest one for our family is camping. Mm -hmm. Um, I camped. I mean, I went obviously through all the scouts, um, through boy scouts. And of course you're camping like crazy in those, but I also camped with my father every year, uh, with my brother as well. Um, we took a backpacking trip into the wind river range, which is in Wyoming. Sure. And it's one of those ranges that you cannot get to unless you're hiking in. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a hike in, hike out range. There's no cars really mm-hmm. accessible. There's anywhere. no towns. Yeah. There's nothing. It's yeah. just mountain, mountain and lakes galore. That's awesome. And so we take a week every August growing up. We'd throw, you know, whatever we could carry. And, you know, that means you're eating, like, a lot of oatmeal and ramen for lunches. And then we would pack some, like, special things for dinner. But we'd mostly rely on fish that we caught. I was going to ask. Yeah. Cool. But we did every week growing up. And it was some of the best memories I ever had. So camping for me and my kids is, I mean, we do it a lot different now. Okay. Um, I haven't taken, they're, they're, of course, 10 and 7. So we haven't backpacked them or made them go for a full week. Well, Camping can
1: take on a lot of different yeah. type of uh, modes, mm-hmm. right? The backpacking sense, I'd say, would be the the most rugged sense of it, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um, because you're relying on everything that you're carrying. Um, and protecting yourself from the elements is everything you can fit into a pack. Yep. Now, there's glamping.
0: There is glamping. Right? <laughs> and are you guys glampers or are you roughing it? No, I would say we've leaned towards the glamping. Okay. Um, so when we first got married, Courtney's family does a big camping trip to um, Island Park, which is in Idaho for those that are around this area. It's Cor- west northwest of Jackson Hole. Is yeah, that, right? it's west Yellowstone, really. Okay. If you're really looking like for a pinpoint, yeah. it's really west Yellowstone. Um, And they would do it every year, and they had – it was tent camping, so they they did it right, but he would also bring like – this huge dry kitchen and would do it. I mean, my father-in-law would definitely do it up right to where there really wasn't a need for anything. Like he brought everything he could with him that you possibly could want. Right. Okay. Even though you're sleeping on the ground in yeah. a tent, you really had everything you wanted. Um, and it was in a campground. It wasn't, you know, hiking in anywhere. Of course. So we kind of took that idea and said, okay, this has been a fun trip. And, you know, as we have kids, do we want to you know force them into the backpacking scene, or do we want to kind of lean into it? So we decided to lean into it. Probably mostly because I'm pretty lazy now, and <laughs> we did. Let's uh, not call it lazy. Let's <laughs> let's rephrase it, right? Maybe I, not as lazy, but you appreciate. I appreciate the, the fact that I can buy some things. There you go. How about that? <laughs> so we bought. Maybe it's lazy. It is. Uh, we bought a tent camper, which is basically tent encompassed into a camper that yeah. lifts up, you know, you crank it up and the, the the sides kind of roll out and then you have a full tent that's on wheels, have a little bit more amenities, like you have a stove inside and things like that. Does it have a toilet and a shower? Some do. Ours didn't. Okay. Um, ours had an outdoor shower. So we bought a little tent to go outside of it. And then, you know, we, we would
1: Flipping do that. through the Cabela's ca- catalog. Yeah. You'd
0: always see those bags. Oh, yeah. We that had, you'd I would hang have one. from
1: the tree. I have one. And you'd see the, you know, the lady, like, with the little – Tube. Oh,
0: yeah. And just enjoying is your that day. Act? No, just enjoying fu- your day. It's fucking retarded. Like, it's no, the most no, comfortable it's the worst worst thing ever. <laughs> ever. It's, you're happy to have a shower, but it's terrible. Right. Uh, one of the big purchases, going back to Courtney's dad, is he bought a uh, gas heater for that bag. Mm-hmm. So, his little gas heater would warm up that bag, and then you'd shower with warm water. Otherwise, you're dependent on the sun. And if it's not sunny, you're screwed. Right. You're taking a cold shower. But you're going to do it because you're filthy. Oh, yeah. You're terribly filthy. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so then, you know, as we've had kids and our family has grown, you know, we've added dogs, um, we've, you know, upgraded our camper and we actually went pretty big with our next one. We went to one that was a hybrid camper that had the ends of it fold out into tents, Okay. but the center wasn't really just a true camper. And so it had a fridge and stove and, you know, everything that you'd want. And it was a little too big for us. It was used. Um, it started to really start to break down um, because it was super used. Well loved, well loved, and so we got rid of that, and we purchased our newest camper a year and a half ago, maybe two years. And it's it's kind of a hybrid in the fact that it's a camper, but it's one axle, so it's small. Okay, it's got a little bunk for the kids, so they can fit in there, and then it's got a little tiny. It's not called a queen; it's like a camper queen, which is even smaller than a queen. It's it's tight. It's tight. Um, but it's got solar, and it's built. It's built to be off. Not in, it's it's built not to be plugged in, okay. Um, and that's kind of what we were looking for is to be able to take this out into a field and be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the camping that we enjoy now, it's just kind of just going out and taking our camper wherever we want. That's pretty great. Shout out
1: to all the dads that can uh back up a single axle trailer because those it's not super fun,
0: those are not easy. Courtney says the worst part of any trip we ever take is backing it back into our backyard because that's a tight space, it sucks. You have to be precise it how just, much room do you have uh you, it depends on the side okay the one by the fence is probably eight inches oh uh, okay it's not like two no Ooh, no shit. it's not two it's like eight and then the one by the house is plenty i've got like three feet before i hit the house so Still, the house is safe the fence is not it's real easy to make a, a <laughs> it's not single axle jackknife very quickly driving you know with your family you're super super like i'm done Sane. yeah you want to back up a trailer into a tight space? You might as well just pull up in the front, <laughs> park it, and <laughs> do it in the morning tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I've thought about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time it, it keeps everybody's, uh, you know, spirits a little higher.
0: Yeah. Could be a bad way to end the day. But, the, I mean, the, for our family, that's ours. Chris, what's what's your good? I We can't talk about skiing. We already know. No, no, we did that episode. Yeah.
1: But I want to talk about camping because yeah. some of my first um, – experiences growing up with, you know, mom and dad and older brother was tent camping. Yeah. Um, we never had a camper. I didn't know what that was like. I didn't even ever go with family members that had a camper, to be honest. Yep. I'd always just seen them out, but tent camping was all we knew. Mm-hmm. Um, it depended on if we went to like a state park, we'd be in a campsite. Okay. But a lot of times it was just... Out in the woods Mm -hmm. at a specific place where there were no amenities, but we were always near water because that was kind of. That's the big one. I don't know. It was kind of a requisite of when you're going camping, you need to be. You have to be. Not because of maybe the survival aspect of the food that you're going to go get, but the fun. The recreation, for sure. I don't know. It was just, you could sit there and skip rocks or go swimming or throw, you know, just. Stand in, you know what I mean? Get yeah, an actual bath. Yeah. Or yeah. float the river. Yep. I mean, that's just part of the fun of camping. Um, one of my ear- earliest memories. And now you guys have a camper um, and take your kids out in the in the woods, which I think is some of the best family time you can really spend. 100%. The, the, I don't know what it is about that environment, but I think you get the most quality time and interaction that
0: you can imagine. Yeah. Well, nothing works, right? There's so you no go to internet, a place where you're, there's no internet, you're there's unplugging no cell phone. Yeah. You just really deal. mentally unplug. And then you're like, all right, well it's family time. And then you're just family the whole time. If you
1: don't have the ability to, to kind of at your core to, I guess, interact in that kind of environment, it's, it can be bad. Yeah. I but mean, those bring a family closer together. Absolutely. It can be tough. begin with in those beginning days but you know if you're out for a week or or multiple days it just seems to have some good experiences sometimes you learn some things about your family Mm -hmm. or or, or that you didn't know about or they find something that they didn't know they liked kind of thing you know what i mean i don't know those those moments are are priceless so i think it's
0: it's pretty awesome to get outdoors oh absolutely and i think <clears throat> Especially for us, it was kind of always the justification as either whether or not we could afford the camper. It was like we're gonna create the best memories for the, the kids that they're ever gonna have. Yeah. They're not they're not gonna remember where you know, the the certain Christmas and whatever year it was, what they got. They're most likely gonna remember the camping trips that we took every year.
1: Damn right. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um Yeah, dude, you hit it on the head. Exactly. They're not gonna remember where it was, like, mm-hmm. oh, we went to Idaho, or we went to this campground. They're going to remember being in the woods, and you caught that fish, and yep. you filleted it, and you ate it, or whatever the case is. There, those things are going to be imprinted as a core memory <laughs> Absolutely. For forever. You yeah. know, and they're going to pass that on to the to their children if they so choose
0: to down the line. You know, it's pretty cool. So, thinking on that note, Chris, mm-hmm. you and I, your boys are getting close. We. We'll have to start thinking about a Wind River trip with the Smith boys and Reese and Jack. Okay, we backpack in, we fish for a week. We are so down with that. We backpack
1: out. We haven't done that as a family, but we're all about you know outside and hiking and fishing for sure. We we don't know if
0: Courtney we'd fit in right with a just like a dirty shirt, man. I don't know. Perfect. I don't know if they'd, the wives would be down. Um, Maybe they would. I don't know. If we,
1: I think um were able to cater to whatever their um, you know preconceived notions against it would be. However, we could combat that. I think it, we just, we'd you just we do just probably it. couldn't do a week.
0: I would say depending on the kids' age. three think. days. Yeah, seems to because I amount. couldn't. I couldn't. It always drove me nuts as a kid is my brother got to go with my dad for a few for a few years that I couldn't go cuz I was too young. Yeah. And it drove me nuts. So I don't remember what age I started but I want to say it was probably 12 before I could go. Might be a good idea to do like a a pre like a one-nighter <laughs> like a backyard <laughs> like a tester. No, not something <laughs> like you that, can't go in the that house. easy
1: but something where, you know, we had to, you know, at least do a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would be do fun. It. I'd love to. We that'd be right up our alley for sure. No, Is that something people out west say, right up your alley? Probably right up your alley. That's that's big out. Is that a west that's, thing? I don't know. I don't know. It's a big bowling term back east. Shout outs for right Grandma up. Ellie. She'd say it constantly. <laughs> they had a pontoon boat, man. That's what they had written right on the front of it, right, right up, up our, up our alley. alley. Absolutely. I mean, I love it. Is so that I, something they say out here in these parts? I don't know.
0: I don't hear any, too many people say it. That's why I ask. You know, I appreciate it, but maybe that's because I've lived – in the Midwest, South and in the West. So I,
1: you're a, you're a, melting mix. Yeah. a mix
0: of it in my brain. Smorgasbord, smorgasbord up there. Um, no, I think for us, definitely camping, but there's so many activities that I think not, not are being lost. I don't want to say they're being lost, but I think a lot of things are being overtaken by other stuff. Right. So what do you think like fishing, example. for example, unless you're a diehard fisher that have fished your entire life. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that skill is being passed on. Right, so maybe your dad or you did it with Cub Scouts, or you did it once. Are you really going to pass that on to your son or daughter? I don't know if it is happening anymore.
1: Um, here's the here's the thing. Um, I don't know if there is a um a a blueprint for that exactly. And what yeah. I mean to say is, my dad is a hardcore fisherman. Okay, he most definitely did pass that on to me. Did I? internalize it and continue it the answer is no
0: okay
1: that doesn't mean I don't like to fish I don't love to fish okay I didn't internalize it to where I am now you know I guess trying to influence my own children Mm -hmm. as much um like I would with skiing or something that I absolutely love more than anything yeah I think that's probably the difference if I would had to say because I like to fish I don't love to fish yeah you know what I like to do? I like to catch. Well, everyone likes to catch. The fishing part? Eh, meh. Depends, I mean, I've a, had many, it, many days where I haven't had a single bite.
0: Depends who you're with. I've
1: had of, enough of those to where I went, eh, you know. Depends who you're with and, fun. You're, and where you're at. It's very true, too. Like, 100%. Depends on who I've you're
0: with. I've had
1: backpacking trips at. where it was me... My father, who came and visited me in New Mexico and two coworkers, and we hiked in, um, you know, 10 miles up at 12,000 feet. Yeah. Lake Catherine and outside of Santa Fe, New Mexico, and we're fishing for our food, fishing in the cracks of frozen water. Oh, it yeah. wasn't ice fishing, but we're just casting in these sections of, yep. you know, the lake that wasn't frozen. <laughs> and we <kept> have <laughs> to catch our trout and put them right in the coals of the fire. I mean, those are those core memories that are burned right into my oh. in my head, but um I have not passed that one on. So your boys don't know how to fish at all. They wouldn't have a clue. Oh, they would have a clue. That's what I'm talking about. Not to the level that I'm talking about right now. Where, yeah where I, I think that's fine. They would have to do that to survive yeah. the day or the but night.
0: You know what I mean? They're also I mean they're also we're, They're still we're, really young.
1: Yeah, they're super young. Were um, you a scout?
0: Were you a boy scout? Yeah. Were you? Never did – I never got an Eagle. I got to the point uh, – this is total backstory. Oh, man. I don't even want to go into Well, this has details. to do with outdoor rec, so okay. tell it. Backstory. Uh, we moved to Utah. My dad was super into scouting. As, as you can imagine, right? Forest Service guy, probably into scouting. Right. right? So when we moved to Utah, we're, we're not LDS. And so most of the troops are centered around, you know, at the time, LDS. I don't know if it's still true. That just – it just changed. Just I think. changed. I think they just last changed year. it. Yeah. But at the time, it was centered around LDS churches for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. So my dad volunteered and was happy to join whatever troop our we neighborhood was in, with over you know ward that the Mormon Church had there. Mm-hmm. And then my brother was doing it with him, and they it just wasn't. It was just different. I don't know another way to put it. It just wasn't the same as it was in Minnesota, okay. and, I, and I think a lot of it had to do with. Um, how fast they were pushing kids to get, like, their Eagle Scout. I mean, kids get Eagle Scout here, like, at 13 or 12. That's normal. Is that normal?
1: No, no, no. That's
0: normal, no, normal here. here. I was going to say, it's not normal outside of Utah. It's probably more of a 15, 16. 15, 16. Yeah. Before you drive. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if that freaked him out. I, I'll let my dad tell the story. I'm sure we'll have him on again um, of why he left. But so for me, I was I never joined a Cub Scout Weeblos Boy Scout that had affiliation with Mormon church I actually joined with the, with the Catholic church that was in our, okay. in our city. And it was so funny because we were the only troop that had a female leader. And that was through Cub Scouts, through Boy Scouts, the den mother, den mom, yeah, Cheryl. And she smoked like a chimney and she could beat the shit out of most men. Wow. Um, but it was hilarious. Did she have a kid in the troop? No, she had a daughter. She did was it for older. love. She did it for the love of it. Nice. She was, Crazy fun. Shout out Cheryl. Um, Hope I'm, she's listening. Bless her heart. It was it was stupid fun, but that's uh, you know I, my dad taught me how to camp, but that's I also did a, a bunch of camping with, of course, Scouts, and I I got to the point, and I think maybe that's why the at the time the Mormon Church pushed him to get it so early because once I got past fourteen, I hit fifteen and was almost driving. I was like, I don't want to do this like anymore. Like I, I want to go. Well, here's hang out the thing, buddies.
1: Here's the thing. And whether it's in Utah or New York, I think it's it's a universal Boy Scout experience yeah. is there is a, an age limit or a a period of, of your life growing up where it kind of starts to become, quote unquote, uncool. Yeah. Right? 100%. Because um, I had a good buddy that made it all the way to Eagle and we were homies and we were cool, And but he didn't like to say, hey, what are you doing today? He's like, oh, I went to... You know, to Boy Scouts, I I was cool with it, but it became less cool because yeah. we're chasing girls and we're doing the high school thing. that yeah. he was off doing what's Boy called Boy Scouts. You know, it doesn't sound as cool, but yeah, the fact that he got Eagle, I was super impressed with. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's a big awesome deal. Thing. Yeah, uh, in fact, the military will actually give you you know uh, a rank right out the gate. For being a Scout, Scout yeah. which is
0: incredible. I think that was my initial draw to the Boy Scouts too. Was just kind of the order of it, because mm-hmm. it does it's military minded, right? Yeah. It's not the military, but it's definitely minded that way. I I never
1: got into it. Never um, did Cub Scouts. I, w- I went to one. I went to one pack meeting, and I don't know if I caught the troop on an off day, but I it didn't. It didn't appeal to me that day. It just seemed like a bunch of. At the time, errant kids just running all over the place crazy. It didn't seem like yeah. there was any order. And then when t- came time to have some order, the scout leader just put his hand up in there with his two fingers sticking up and everyone did the same thing. And there was silence and
0: I don't know. That didn't do it for you. I don't know. It didn't.
1: It was weird. <laughs> it didn't. It you, didn't. Uh, you never got
0: to experience a, pi- a Pinewood Derby. I,
1: I did in a different um In a different facet, there was another thing called stockade. Ooh, what's that? It's kind of the same thing. Okay. But I did a Pinewood Derby car race through this thing called stockade, and it was at a Wesleyan church where I grew up. And we weren't Catholic, but we went and did stockade at this thing.
0: Yeah, neither were we, (laughs) but I
1: was Boy Scout with the Catholic Church. (laughs) I think we got into it because – um, one of my dad's co-worker's sons ran the program. Okay. So, we did the, the race through that, but I made my car out of balsa wood. Nice. And I filled the belly of it with some- BBs? With some liquid hot metal. Oh, you melted it? Yeah, that was oh, cool.
0: Smart. I didn't win, but it was sure fun still smart, sanding though. it and painting it. Heck yeah, it was. I put, uh, me and my dad put BBs in ours. We drill holes for the BBs, and then we put we drill the hole for some washers and put washers in. That was what that was some of my favorite memories, just building that car with my Pine dad. derby. I mean, man. my dad built it. Let's be honest; I didn't do shit. <laughs> I probably painted it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I cut it out. I remember building it and and cutting it on the jigsaw and everything. That's awesome. I Did it? It was fun.
0: But yeah, no, I I think you know, of course, that's a big part of wreck. But I think again, going back to my original point, way off topic there. Um, With fishing I feel like I've taught my kids the basics Mm -hmm. Um, They could cast a line Yeah They could throw out a lure You know, they haven't done a worm yet Um, Now now there's the open
1: face and the closed face bail True That's going to cast them both That's a tough one Probably not And then there was the trigger Do you remember the trigger? Oh, of course the trigger Ooh, that was nice
0: No, they don't know all No, they could cast what they own The push button (laughs) Yeah The Zebco Yes let me be clear. They can only guess what the very easy one. But no, I think it was funny last year. Reese finally caught her first fish all by herself. That's a big deal. Huge deal. Would refuse to touch it. Was one of the most hilarious photo ops ever. Because <laughs> Jack was like, "Give me that fish. Like, I want to hold it." Was it a trout? Uh, no, I think no. It might have been. It was probably a brown trout. Okay. Yeah, it pre- I think it was. It was I don't think it was a rainbow. It was up at uh, in Glacier. Nice. Um, And yeah, she refused to touch it. And then I I think when you talked about lasting in it, like in printed memories, I think for Jack and Reese, it'll be Reese's first fish because Jack's nose just starts bleeding out of nowhere. And it could have been the elevation. I don't know. It just starts bleeding. Yeah. And so we've caught this fish. Reese refused to touch it. Uh, She will not even, she like doesn't even want to be near it for a picture. She loved reeling it in, but once it got close, it's like no more. Yeah. And then Jack just wants to hold it, but his nose is bloody. So it looks like we hit our kid in the face. Uh, it's just, it was you just kind took of an oar <laughs>
1: to the side of the head. <laughs> it was
0: hilarity the whole
1: way. Glacier Park in yeah. Montana. Is uh, that what you're talking about? You said no, Glacier.
0: No, um, Glacier Highway. Sorry. Oh, okay, Glacier Highway. All right. In Utah. The, what lake is it? One of the, the one at the very top. Of glacier Highway. I don't Honestly, know the highway. Glacier lake. I've never been. Hold on. You, you continue. I'm Googling this. You know, well, I, I want to talk about, um,
1: the dad aspect of getting outside and outdoor wreck. Yeah. I think that's, um, we hit the essence of it pretty early on in the conversation. Yeah. Really. It's just going out and having fun, um, and spending quality time as a family and some of the, um, like you said, the most core memories that you have growing up, uh, are those, are those experiences. Yep. And So, thanks, Dad, for taking us outside and showing us all that stuff. Because that's why I know and how I know what I like to do and have fun with, is because my dad showed me how. Um, And everything that we did for the most part was centered around water. Water just brings fun in a lot of different ways camping, fishing, swimming, uh, just floating the river on tubes, boating,
0: kayaking. Yep. Dude, all of it is just. Well, you think, and it's what's crazy, and you experienced this, I guarantee, in New York, as I did in Minnesota, is the summers were lake. Like, you went to the lake. It didn't matter what lake. Yeah. You were at a lake.
1: We live close to a lake, luckily. So, yeah. I fished like crazy. I would just get my fishing pole and get on my bike, and we would ride to Green Lake, mm-hmm. which was, I don't know, shit, probably a mile and a half, maybe a mile away. So, yeah. we had our, you know, certain fishing spots, and there was this bridge that we'd fish off of and dude we'd slam sunnies bluegill yeah. amazing bass that's what we had perch we'd crush Perfect. them would you eat them at that um, age or would at you that throw them back? Age, yeah we we didn't eat them <laughs> yeah i didn't think so
0: <laughs> just wondered
1: no um if we went fishing out on the boat in lake Erie, where we would catch bigger fish yeah like perch perch were the tastiest yeah to me growing up like bass yeah Walleye was Minnesota. Was it walleye? Um, we would eat those, but when we were just fishing out of like Green Lake, which was more like a glorified big pond, yeah, yeah we wouldn't be eating those. A lot yeah. of,
0: I mean, Utah's got a lot of different fish, but I think it's a lot of trout.
1: It's a lot of trout, yeah. but those are much tastier fish. No, they are absolutely. That's yeah. hands down the best. I think. Yep. That and salmon. Absolutely. Salmon. Salomon. Sol-
0: Who? <laughs> <laughs> what's beeping over there? A new version of Amazon Photos. Oh, that's so nice. Your computer alerts you to that. It is. Um, We are at time, my friend. I knew we would be because this is such a huge topic. Um, Time schmime. Time schmime? You just want to keep going? Nobody cares about time. You want to keep rolling? Well, I feel like the guys in the car that have a 30-minute drive, they're like, what the hell? Why are you guys going over? Let's not assume, Ryan, that they have a 30-minute drive.
1: Okay? okay. Maybe they have... 10 45 and they have to break it up into In three three to four different spurts. or maybe maybe perhaps they have 45 to 60 and they want they more. want more. So we're gonna give them a little bit more. Okay, just a tad.
0: All right. what else? If I'm you with can it.
1: think of something other than camping Of course I can that um, you remember as a child or something that you most definitely would like to pass on to your children because you think it's important. That I
0: haven't already. That you haven't already and are thinking about doing, or maybe oh. you have.
1: What do you think, man? Well, that's.
0: I mean, I think the biggest thing was fishing for me, honestly, because I passed it on last year. So I'm assuming because
1: you said you're catching trout that this is just casting with bait. Bait fishing. You'd be incorrect. Lures. Yep. Okay. Um, now, how about fly fishing? I mean, that's a whole different element that's a, of the game.
0: Completely different. And I barely know how to fly fish, Mm -hmm. so I probably will not teach them how to fly fish. Okay. It'll all be cast and reel.
1: I am not a fly fisherman. My younger brother, um, shout out Andy, huge fly fisherman, huge fisherman. Like the kid would – we'd get to a lake, you'd show up, and you wouldn't see him for the rest of the night until it was dark and just fish the whole time.
0: I know plenty of people like that.
1: Taught himself how to tie his own flies. Good for him. Which is, I mean, as a kid, it looks monotonous and terrible. It's to crazy me. that he just decided he wanted to do it. He'd buy feathers and hooks. And as a kid, like what is? As a kid, what we're age? talking like eight to twelve. No way! Swear to God, he's tying flies at eight. I, I was so impressed. He just loved fishing so much. That's that impressive. He would. He he taught himself. Because we didn't have anybody that showed him the way. Yeah. Maybe, perhaps, he had a, an experience. I'd like to ask him the question, but because I never got into it. But I'd like to know where he got that bug.
0: Yeah, who wants not, That's it? That's pretty looks, impressive. It looks It's impressive, but it looks terrible. <laughs> like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't either. It looks terrible. Um Hiking is the other one. Hiking? Hiking, and not that I haven't we're, passed we're, that on.
1: We're big hikers, for yeah, sure. We hiking ha- is huge here. We have, um I guess... Put their feet to the fire because, um, it can—I don't know—it it, it could probably turn a younger kid off. But we've done it so much; it's just kind of—it's become normal. All the boys are down. We are all down, and we go long ways. Good for them. Straight up, straight down—don't matter. It's the more of the challenge. It's always—I guess—the most important part would be it has to get to a some kind of a destination.
0: Has to be something cool at the end.
1: There has to be something that we're going to seek out, Mm -hmm. like the prize, right? Top of a mountain, waterfall. waterfall, Usually Mm -hmm. it's a waterfall or some kind of an arch of some kind because we do a lot in Moab. But, um, yeah, hiking is super dope, which sounds crazy because you're just walking. But
0: But the things that you can get to. In the the mountains, it's special. Yeah, I was going to say if you – if you've ever backpacked or understand the place you can get to on foot, it, it makes more sense. But hiking was one that we got to, and again, shout out Southern Utah because Moab is where we taught our kids really to get out and mm-hmm. hike, and we forced them to go long distance and to see an arch or to see something cool. Yeah, I mean we do it less than I probably we probably should because Courtney's way more into it than I am. Hiking, hiking, really, yeah. She's, suck, she loves it. Suck it up, man. I know. Again, this leans towards the lazy and thing. And you don't even have to
1: go to Moab.
0: I know. There's, there's so plenty. much
1: right outside the door here. She
0: used to trail run with our other dog that we used to have before he passed. And she trail ran all the time with him.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Um, a, a coworker of mine just ran a race out at Antelope Island at a trail run.
0: Yeah. You know, I've never been. The Antelope Island? Never been. I mean, you're not missing a ton, I'm going to be honest. Really? It's just a barren island with some animals on it in the middle of a stinky lake. But
1: the pictures I've seen <laughs> at the top of it, it looks pretty dope. I mean, it's surrounded yeah, by water. You got the Wasatch Mountains I in the get, back.
0: I get the views. But,
1: but you just want to avoid that place. It
0: smells real bad. Does it? I'll go out there with you. All right. It just... We got to do it before the bugs come next day. For the, for the folks that don't understand, the Great Salt Lake is called... The Great Salt Lake for a purpose. Mm -hmm. It's full of salt, which brings on a lot of brine, which brings on a lot of bugs, and it brings on a stinky smell.
1: Yeah, it does have a kind of a stench at certain points of the year when it gets a little stagnant. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it'll keep the people away because this place is terrible. Don't come here. Don't ever come here.
0: Skiing's terrible. Weather's terrible. The
1: snow's snow is the
0: worst. It's mostly ice. Mm -hmm. Uh, What else? Uh, The trees barely survive Barely It's just a desert really You really don't want to come
1: Um, Yeah I I I don't don't know why I live here
0: I feel like we've disparaged it enough Okay
1: (laughs) Anywho Outdoor recreation everybody This was the the podcast If you've got any comments or questions for either of us Drop into our DMs Hook it up on the socials We will get right back to you But uh, can't wait until the next time guys Stay positive And love your life.
0: Later.